Yo, what's up? This is DJ Yellow from the world's most dangerous group. What's up? This is DOC, the Diggy Diggy motherfucking doc. Yo, 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 what's up? This is your boy, Z-Man. What up, yo? This is E-Shot. This is Jerry Heller, motherfucker. This your boy, DJ Paul K-O-L for 360 Young Busy Ball. Vice World. This your man, Mastermind, the hell raise up. Yo, this is DJ Ready Red. What up, what up, what up? This is the real Rick Ross, and you're listening to me on the Murder Master Music Show. I got five sisters and three on um, rap. Uh, so growing up, 
I was watching them rap, you know what I'm saying? So that's another thing that rubbed off on me. Like, I had two sisters who was uh, working with Willie Mitchell. Uh, I don't know if a lot of people know who that is. I'm quite sure you know who that is if you know, uh, know about Memphis. But, yeah, that was working oh, yeah. with Willie Mitchell. So I got, yeah, most definitely. So I got a chance to see them do their thing as well. So it was like inspiration coming from all different directions, whether it was in the house, like I said, uh, as far as like my sisters and my pops or whether they were just, you know what I'm saying, major artists that I was seeing and Memphis artists that I was hearing coming up. It just it just rubbed off on me. Man, and Memphis is such a musical city. The homie Al Capone, uh, about 10 years ago, yes, he made a song called The Music, and he made a video about it, and he was just breaking down B.B. King and all the greats, you know. Um, so, yeah, right. I can definitely see why you would gravitate towards, you know what I'm saying, becoming an actual musician yourself. Uh, who were some of, right. uh, um, you know what I'm saying, the, your early guitar uh, players that, that inspired you? I'm going to be honest with you, like, uh, as far as, like, the early guitar players, man, with me, with the guitar, like, I've only been doing this for, like, 10 months. I ain't even been playing the guitar for a year yet, you know? So, as far really? as like, the guitar I grew uh-huh. up, yeah, yeah, most, yeah, for sure, for sure. So, it wasn't really something that was, like, like I was wanted to do always, but it was always something about the sound of a guitar that stuck with me, you know what I'm saying? Like, from yeah. the BB Kings and, and uh, stuff like that, um... But like far as like real musician, guitar musician, I just be honest with you, you know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna get up here and just start name dropping uh, you know what I'm saying, guitars that I know. You feel me? So they they inspired me, you know. But it's like lately this, this last year I've been on YouTube and, and, and self self teaching myself the guitar, so I'm coming across different uh guitars or whatnot. But like far as coming up, you know, it was just anything with a guitar, me being it wasn't like I really just do the name, you know what I'm saying? But I know Rick James and Prince like those those two guys right there were like two of my pops' favorite artists. You know what I'm saying? Like every time they come on the radio, we could be riding here. I got bet you fifty dollars you can't tell me who this is. You know what I'm saying? Just to keep me on my toes, you know. So Prince and, and, and Rick James most definitely were two uh guitars that I grew up on, you know, and not just saying that I wanted to play the guitar when I heard them. That that's not what it was, but from what I remember me being young. I most definitely know that my pops used to play the Rick James and, and Prince around me, little BB King here and there. But for the most part, it definitely was Rick James and Prince, and, and Rick James mostly, because that's like one of his favorite artists right there. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Both of them geniuses. Uh, Prince is probably one of the best guitar players of all time. I remember uh, yes, somebody had asked Eric Clapton, many who many consider him to be the greatest guitar player of all time. They said. Are you the right. greatest guitar player? Eric Clapton says, uh, you would have to ask Prince that. He acknowledged <laughs> the fact that Prince was better than him. <clears throat> and rarely you get that. So, yeah, man, I could definitely see that, man. But 10 months, that's amazing, man. You, for, for 10, 10 months, months, you really picked up a lot, months. man. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, so it's really, it's really about the discipline. You know, uh, growing up, I didn't really have much discipline. You know, I was kind of like a wild kid and, as I got older and I realized that a lot of stuff that I wanted to do in life, I really couldn't do it because I had an ambition. I had a, the idea, you know what I'm saying, the goals, but it was like the discipline just to stick with it, you know. So as I got older, I realized that that discipline is something that's really important with anything you want to do in life, regardless if you're trying to play an instrument or, you know, you're trying to go find a job. Like, even you're like, okay, if you 
uh, unemployed, you want to have a, you want to get a job. It's like you have to stay disciplined and stay on to get that job because it might not come right off the bat, you know. And like with the guitar thing for me, especially being self-taught, it's been a journey because there's been moments where I I get frustrated and I feel lost and I don't really have nobody nobody to ask like what's next or what am I doing wrong. So I got to be disciplined enough to really sit back, be the teacher, and also be the student and be able to. Uh, record myself, listen to it and be like, Okay, you need to work on this you know, or, or like you or like you said, like with the Eric Clapton, like go listen to uh like his solos and stuff like that and be like, Okay, I can hear his dynamics, how some parts he'll go real loud on it, some parts he'll get soft on it. You know what I'm saying? And try to interpret and try to use that in my own solos, you know. So it really just come off of the oh. discipline, man, and I yeah, most definitely. I, I give it all to the discipline. That's that's why I am where I am for these ten months. But I know it's a journey. You know, I got a long, long way to go. <laughs> well, I respect you for thinking outside the box, man, and, and just just you know randomly saying, you know what, I'm going to do this and sticking with it. Um, Scarface, right. he's another uh, one. He's a hell of a guitar player. People wouldn't uh, think so, but he, uh, you know, he sometimes does concerts with, with just his guitar. So right. <clears throat> it's definitely um, a, a great instrument. And if you look at the history of Memphis music with people like mm-hmm. T-Mick, you know, Juicy J and Paul and all them, yep. they all had guitar. Yep. They all had people in there. Come on. You know, Nico Lyris, <laughs> you know, yep. Memphis. You, you, it, it, yeah, it's like, man, come on. Oh, man. yeah, play fly, yeah. All them guys, man. Uh, Indo G, Little Blunt, everybody. Right. Um, yep. Who are some of the now? Uh, I just put up the the ad for the show, um, and one mm. of the pictures I used. Uh, you're playing guitar next to uh, it said Rip Lord Infamous, man. Um, tell me about yes, uh, Lord Infamous. He's a, he was actually on this show uh, before uh, right. he passed, man. What, what's your uh, inspiration from Lord Infamous? Uh, Lord Infamous for me really just uh, I say the bar none. You feel me? Like, between him and Country Black, like, out of everybody out of 36, those two, you can tell, like, they really didn't care. You know what I'm saying? Like, when they, when they got on the mic and when they when they delivered their verses, you could tell that they was going to do them regardless. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, they're not worried about how you going to take what they finna say. You know what I'm saying? They're not worried about what the, what the next artist just said. They ain't worried about what UCJ said. Like, you can always tell, like, with them, they was going to do them. And to me, them two always stood out. You know what I'm saying? Like, the Lord Infamous, his voice definitely always stood out with me. But it was, like I said, it was kind of like the characteristic, like, he was like, he didn't care, you know what I'm saying? And, and, at the same, and at the same time, you can have that mindset, but with me, it's like, okay, taking that same mindset, but not being as wild, because if, if you really know Lord Infamous, you know Lord Infamous was a wild kid, you feel me? Like, on some real, you know what I'm saying? Like, straight street, you feel me? So, for me, it's like, I, I took that but at the same time, it, it goes back to the discipline. You know what I'm saying? It's like take it in and take it in a good way. You feel me? So that's kind of like with the guitar. Like a lot of people look at it kind of like, you know, uh, you a rapper, you this, this, you talking about this, how you going to pick up the guitar too? But it's like, for me, I don't care. I'm going to do what I do. This is what I'm feeling. This is what I'm going to do. You feel me? And if you, and if you uh, watch Lord Infamous or listen to Lord Infamous, you can tell that he was true to himself regardless. Yeah, 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 absolutely, at all times. That's what made him unique. He was very humble, um, right. <clears throat> very approachable. He loved his fans. Right. Um, you know what I'm saying? Uh, as an artist, I'm sure you're the same way. 
Um, when you do shows and things of that nature, you know, afterwards, do you like to kick it with the fans? Oh yeah, most definitely, most definitely, man. I'm uh, that's one thing that a lot of people say like they just like about me, my personality, you know what I'm saying, and my likability because it's like like you said, go back to the humbleness, you know what I'm saying, like regardless of who you who I'm around or regardless of how you're looking at me, you know what I'm saying. At the end of the day, I, I respect everybody on the same level. You feel me? So that's that's definitely a. Uh, uh, important thing with me, you know, like interacting with the fans and, and not just trying to be stuck in your bubble like you're untouchable, you know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, that's who helped make you. If they don't stream your music, if they don't, you know what I'm saying, support or share or talk to their friends about what you're doing, you're really just going to have homeboy music, quote-unquote. That's for you and your partners to listen to, you know, so you definitely got to give love to the fans, man, and, and stay humble, most definitely. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, definitely. They're the ones that, uh, you know, we're going to come out and support every time. Let's give them a taste of what you got, then I want to come back and chop it up about your history in the game. Um, Man, we got three bangers here, man. We got Bad Guy, we got Goat Talk, and we got Quarantine. Uh, Man, which one do you want to go with first? Man, let's go with the Goat Talk. That's the intro on the new project. That's the one that's coming out first. If you go listen to it, that's the first one you're going to hear. So, yeah, let's go with that. Okay, hell yeah. We'll be right back with Black Vaccine. Don't go nowhere. And I just want to say this to you, too. As soon as I posted the ad for the show, it got flagged, and underneath your ad it says, for information about vaccines, <laughs> visit cdc.gov. You know, we're on top of the shit tonight, late, man. I'm going to man. Real talk, every post. It's, hey, I don't got used to it. Nah, I ain't going to lie. Oh, man, that's crazy. All right, uh, man, and you said uh, the one we're going with first is uh, Go Talk or, or Quarantine? Go Talk. Yes. Okay, Go, go talk. talk. Go to Go Talk. Yes, sir. Black Vaccine, we'll be right back. Don't go nowhere. Murder Master Music Show. I think when I first started out, I just wanted to be uh, just, just as important as Little Wayne. Little Wayne. Just like a lot of us, I rode to school listening to Dedication 1, to the Carter 1, 500 Degrees. I'm not, you know, one of the biggest Lil Wayne fans in the world. We need a black vaccine. Ring the bell and I'm clutching at my landlord. One day if I trust my enemy, a man's more. On my knees praying for what I stand for. If you say the wrong word, you get canceled. Time now, pop a nigga like it's medical. Burning saves, then we follow up with Santos. Why the bullshit clear when the fan blow? Black vaccine or the black antidote? I've been in the slave mode with my Santa Claus. Yeah, we having that shit. Back that he goes again, nigga. Know I'm him. We've been kicking in those and kicking. 
hoes out the condo building. Baby Nina call their rondo children. My homies swing sticks, call them jungle jimmy. Nigga festivals looking like I'm gumbo mixing. The Glock go blinking and wear the nigga shirt, but he ain't done no dishes. They like son so vicious. Been working on my scales, I ain't done no fishing. Sent from the top with a tongue so sickening, you would think a nigga come with enemies back to Here, Murder Master Music Show, episode 850. We're here with the Black Vaccine. That was Goat Talk. Um, Black Vaccine, how did you get your name? Oh, man, it really came from, uh, I really made a song <clears throat> called The Black Vaccine. You know what I'm saying? It was just basically, you know, like, okay, man, we need something out here to help us go through what we're going through. You feel me? And then I sat back and I thought about it. I'm like, okay. What we need or what we go to is music, you feel me? And so I just looked at it like, you know what? I'm the black that scene, you feel me? Because I know my music can relate and and reach a lot of people more than just, I say, like an average rapper nowadays. You know, because a lot of the rappers nowadays, they rap about the same thing, and they only give them one type of vibe, you feel me? And I feel like with my music, I can give you what you need and depending on whatever situation that you're going through in life, you know? So I just feel like I'm the black vaccine and the music is the black vaccine. And like when it comes to the word black, it's not just about black people, quote unquote, because to me it's the black is, is, is a culture. It's an urban thing. You know what I'm saying? No matter what color you are, it's about like what you, what you live, how you living, you know what I'm saying? And what you stand for, you know? So with the black for me, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a culture. So it's really for, Anybody who really feel like they alone in the world or they feel like they're in, in a quote-unquote dark place or they feel like they ain't got nobody to talk to or they ain't got nothing to help them get through what they're going through. It's like if you ain't got nobody to talk to, turn on some music, whether it's my music or whoever's music, you know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, I feel like I am the black vaccine. There's other people out here that can quote-unquote be the black vaccine. But for me, I feel like I'm the black vaccine. I can't speak for everybody else, but I know with me, especially with the guitar and, and the guitar being a healing instrument. You know, it hits different. You you don't have to rap on some songs. You can just play the guitar and, and, and entertain the person move. You can just play the guitar. You you can make a person cry. You see what I'm saying? You can play the guitar. You can make a person happy. You can make a person want to dance. You see what I'm saying? So with me, that guitar is definitely playing 90% of the quote-unquote vaccine of what I'm trying to do with my music. Uh, the beginning of Goat Talk, you said that uh, Lil Wayne was a huge inspiration for you. 
Um, <clears throat> me myself, I I like the earlier Little Wayne stuff. I, I actually got to review uh, the Carter Three and Murder Dog years ago. Um, <clears throat> what inspired you uh, about Little Wayne? Man, I really like everything. You go back to when I said my pops just, you know, I always used to play music around me. And one of his favorite rap groups was the Big Timers. So with me, Lil Wayne's voice always stuck out to me, you know, and especially me being young and knowing that this was a, a young dude that I'm hearing rap. You know what I'm saying? So it kind of felt relatable. So as time went by and I really became a fan, I just watched him grow and watch them become the greatest rapper alive, you feel me? And around the period of 2003 to, like, 2008, like, you can see the hunger of Lil Wayne. Like, that's when he was solidifying that he was the best rapper alive in that era right there. You know what I'm saying? Like, the ambition, the dedication. Like, you could just see it in him. You know what I mean? Especially when he that's first he started dropping. Yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, he, he, he had to prove a point around that time. You know, and that's kind of like with me right now. That's what I'm feeling. I'm feeling like how he was feeling back then. Like, okay, now I'm finna prove a point. I'm finna show y'all, like, this is really what's going on. You know, I ain't, I ain't gonna just say it. I'm, I'm gonna I'm a show it through the music, you know. So he's definitely, till this day, my favorite artist and the biggest inspiration on my music, period. Yeah, yeah. When you came up listening to him, like, I, like you said, he had that hunger. He was... He mm-hmm. was uh, trying to make a point. He was trying to make a statement. Um, right. And he succeeded. You know what I'm saying? Me, I'm an, I'm an old head, man, so I, I didn't get into his latest <laughs> stuff. But, uh, you know, um, I definitely, definitely uh, uh, was into the early stuff, especially the Hot Boys, man. I really loved the uh, right, right. first Hot Boys record. Um, but you, yourself... Uh, you know, you got history in the game. Uh, you recorded your first song at only the age of 11. Um, what yes, was that sir. like for an 11-year-old to go into a studio and record a song? <laughs> man, it was, uh, I, I can say it was life-changing because ever since then, that's when I was like, yeah, this is what I want to do. You know what I mean? It was it was kind of weird, and at the same time, it was kind of like wowing myself to hear my own voice after he was recorded. You know what I'm saying? Like, he definitely lit a flame to me. When I recorded that song, man, like I was in the studio with one of my sisters that's rap, you know, and she just had some extra time. And I'm like, yo, let me record something. So I ended up recording it, and it ended up sounding pretty good. And ever since then, I was like, yeah, this is it. Like, this is what I'm going to do for sure, for sure. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Now, at 19, you signed a deal. Uh, man, who yes, was sir. that with, and what was that like? Uh, it was with a it was with an independent label out of New York called Wayne Williams. Uh, it was it was it was definitely an experience. I, I say that like it, it was definitely an experience. You know everything happened for a reason. You know I ain't gonna say. Sometimes I sit back and I be like, man, what if and this this and all that. You know, but I'm here now. But it was definitely it was definitely a great experience, man. Uh, I did a lot of good things, a lot of great things for me. You know how I feel for my career, definitely. Helped me learn the business. It definitely helped me realize, uh, you know, the business in the personal in the personal situation is is two totally different things. You know, especially with me being nineteen, I felt like I I I was more attached to it personally than than in a business way. You know what I'm saying? So I was in a little too deep. You know, so when everything went down, it was it was kind of like I, I I felt. Uh, what should I say? I felt like just just left out because like once I got out of the contract, like 
everybody that I thought was homeboys, everybody who I thought was rocking with me, like everybody just disappeared. You know what I'm saying? It was like really, really just me left and, and pushing my music, you know. But with the label, man, we did some good things. Like I said, uh, I dropped a single uh, called Chunk of the Deuces. It was number four on the urban radio, number one on the internet radio. Uh, I was in the Source magazine, had an interview with Double XL. Um, interview Wikipedia in uh, like two weeks. I said a week and a half before I got out of my country. I was supposed to uh, perform on BT Music Matters, you know, but I never did it because I got out of the contract because it was something that was said to me by one of the labor owners that made me realize, like, hold on, something's not right. So I had to go back and I had to look at the contract and I realized, okay, yeah, something ain't right. I need to go ahead and get up out of this, you know. So it was really a, a, a big decision for me to say, you know what, I'm going to get about this contract a week and a half before I went to BET Music Matter because now looking back, I'm like, if everything would have went and it would have really took off back then, it, it definitely would have never ended up in a good way. You know, I was like I said, I was young. I was surrounded by a lot of high-head folks. You know what I'm saying? The business was, 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 was real bad. We had one of the labor owners who was on snake shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, everything really just came to the light. So I was like, yeah. It was definitely was the right decision for me to get up out of that situation. Well, you know, props to you because not many young guys have the the ability at that young of age to think of that. You know what I'm saying? To catch right. things like that. And, and uh, <clears throat> very rarely do they ever get out of those contracts without selling their soul, so to speak. When you were in right. the industry, did you have anything like that? Anybody approach you? want you to join a secret society or this, this, and that. I know it sounds crazy, but we've had people at very high levels tell us this stuff happens all the time. Right, right. Nah, it, 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 it didn't get that deep, man. You know, uh, I wouldn't get say that. Nah, I definitely wouldn't say that. Yeah, I got out of the time. I ain't seen nothing right there, no crazy stuff. But like I said, there was a lot of snake stuff going on, man, with the label for sure. Trying to get you out your publishing and things like that. Uh, what Mine, name every did you time. Went by <laughs> at the deal? You said what now? What was the uh, uh, name you went by at the time? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't want to say their name because they still own the name. You know what I'm saying? Like that's something that me and you can talk about uh, outside of the interview and off the radio. You know what I'm saying? If you want to go check oh, it out. I, but I don't want to. Yeah, I don't, they still own the map. Yeah, you feel me? Like I ain't, I ain't trying to get them no money at all, to be honest with you. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no doubt, no doubt, man. That's uh, uh, you know, a lot of a lot of legalities in the music industry, and I feel you right there. So, so basically, Black Vaccine is like a a, <clears throat> a reborn, revisioned version. Yes, of you. sir. Yes, sir. Yep, most definitely. Most definitely. Much respect on that most level, definitely. man. Like I said, not many, um, you know, would have the uh, the know-how. To, to say, you know right. what, I think I might be getting fucked out of this money, out of this publishing. Right. You know, a lot of people just want to make the music, and, and they don't care. Or they'll see, like, exactly. that little check, you know, they'll see that ten, twenty, thirty thousand. 30,000. Oh, man, I hit the fucking lottery. And not realize right. that that ten, twenty, thirty thousand could be generational wealth, could be 800000 or, you know, $10 exactly. million, You know, so exactly. props to you Most for definitely. catching that, man. Anybody young that wants to get in the music business that's listening right now, pay attention because you, you, you're definitely hearing some yeah, jewelry and crap. Yeah, um, let's you got to see another song. 
I want to go to another song, Black Vaccine, and then we're going to bring on the homie Sin from France. Um, he's got a few questions for you. Uh, we got Quarantine okay. and Bad Guy. Um, which okay. one do you want to roll with? I'm, I'm going to let you pick. I'm going to let you pick. I'm going to let you pick. Man, let's give him that bad guy. You know, say is, say, say goodbye is. to the bad guy. <laughs> you listen to this one. <laughs> Black vaccine, bad guy right here on the Murder Master Music Show. Don't go nowhere. We'll be right back. You need people like me. You need people like me so you can point your fucking fingers. guy right here on the Murder Master Music Show, Black Vaccine. We're back. This is episode 850. We're in Memphis, chopping it up with the Black Vaccine. Um, yeah, man, you got uh, a project that's out right now? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, three, little one. 
Oh, three, Lil Wayne. Now, I, I, I take it because uh, uh, your inspiration, Lil Wayne. Um, what, what, what's the direction of the project that you're going in? You touching on all kinds of different subjects. Uh, um, break it down for us. Yeah, most definitely, most definitely. Uh, yeah, like you said, I'm touching on all different type of sub, uh, subjects. You know, definitely, that's what I do when, with my mu- with my music. Period. You know what I'm saying? But. With the whole concept, I just really wanted to come off on that, uh, like I said, to show the hunger and show the ambition and, and really reveal to the world my mindset right now and, and to the industry and let them know, like, this is how I'm coming, you know. And uh, with Lil Wayne in 03, that's when he first started dropping uh, the Drought series, you know, the mixtape he called The Drought. You know, what I wanted to do, my, my first original idea was like, okay, I'm going to take a lot of industry beats and do it just like Wayne. And I was like, nah. I'm playing the guitar, making my own beats. Like, if if they're going to listen, they might not listen again. You feel me? So once I grab everybody's attention, I'm just going ahead and show them, like, this is who I am. You know, so I decided to produce and, and make all the original tracks. But for the first two, I still wanted to have that same concept that Wayne had on the, uh, the mixtape series when he was just rapping from start to finish and, you know, no hook. So with the first two joints, even though that they – Original tracks, I still just came on straight bars. You feel me? Like the Go Talk joint, ain't no hook on it. So I just came on straight bars. It's just like the concept that Wayne had, you know. But the overall uh, vision with the, with the tape is just to show people who I am and let them hear my honk. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, <clears throat> what about, uh, you know, when you're going from, um, you know, originally you were another artist or you went by another name, and you didn't play guitar. You know, this, this right. is what's unique about your story. Um, how do you go from that to becoming like a total reinvention uh, where you're almost like a new artist again? You're playing, uh, 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 you're fairly new at playing the guitar, but you, you picked it up real right. good. Um, how do you make that adjustment? Uh, I wouldn't even say, I wouldn't even say it's new. Uh, to me, honestly, I feel like this is who I always been. You know, it's something that always been inside me oh, where it was like I, I was, I was bigger than, I always felt bigger than rap. Yeah, I always knew it was bigger than rap. I always knew it was bigger than me just being a rapper or, or just writing songs. You know, I, I always wrote. Period. Yeah, I worked with singers and wrote songs for them and stuff like that. Like back with the label, I was making crossover music. Like I always had it in me, so I just felt like. Now, as I get older, I'm starting to know myself more. I'm starting to dig a little deeper and push myself and, and challenge myself. You feel me? Because I love the challenge regardless. Like, that's what keeps me going. And when I picked up the guitar, like, from the moment I, 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 I played my first song, I was like, damn, I feel like I've both been doing this from the jump. Like, I've both been doing this, you know? So that's when I knew, like, yeah, this is who I am. That's really what helped me stick to it because I knew, like, this, this is it. This is it. I was like... Yeah. When I do, when I when I come back out, when I, you know what I'm saying, when I come back out, like, this is what's going to uh, separate me from everybody else. You know, I just knew it. Like, this, this is that part of me that I was missing because I always felt like it was something that I was missing because, like, even with the label, what they tried to do was they was like, okay, let's make this music. We're going to make a whole album with no cursing in it. It just makes you different by doing that. And I did it and I tried it, and it was like, nah, this ain't me. You know what I'm saying? It's different, yeah, but this not me. But with this guitar, when I pick it up, it's different, but it's me first, and then it's different. You feel me? Yeah. That, that's a dope story, man, all in itself. Because we, uh, we, we hear it before. We, we, we've we heard similar stories. 
but never uh, something like this, man. And, and it just shows, too, for artists that's coming up, that uh, man, you you could try different things. You don't have to just stick oh, yeah. to one thing. You know, um, <clears throat> let me bring on the homie Sin. He's calling in from France. Uh, Sin, how you doing, my brother? Yes, yes, sir. I'm fine. Scott, hi, Black Black Sin. Yes. What's um, going on? Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. Did you get uh, inspired? You talk about Gira and uh, this blues thing. Get a player like in Memphis, like uh, Nico Liras or, or Blake Franklin, who uh, is part of uh, Selectorates in Memphis. Hold on, can you say, say that one more time? Oh, uh, um, I think about producers, producers in Memphis, like uh, Nico uh, Liras, who produced with 3 6, who is Gira player, and uh, also Blake Franklin. Uh, who is part of uh, Selecto Hits in Memphis? Oh, Blake Franklin, yeah, Selecto Hits. Hold on, so what you say? I'm going to be honest, he got a strong accent. So it's hard for me to understand. Basically, what he was saying was, uh, uh, were you inspired by like uh, uh, any of the producers like uh, Blake Franklin, Nico Lyris, or uh, you yes. know other uh, uh, Memphis producers? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, they, they oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure, for sure. It's like really like like the Memphis sound period, like we were saying earlier, if you listen to, you know, most of the the uh the original Memphis artists, you can hear the blues, you can hear the real music, like regardless if they were talking about some gangster shit or if they were talking about some party stuff, like you always heard that that, that blues aspect in it, the guitar and and uh, you know, different genres that, that was added into the hip hop. You feel me? So that's definitely an inspiration. That definitely was an inspiration for me and still to this day, like that's right now, like when I go you know, to my uh in my ride and I'm, I'm that's all I'm talking for real, for real. Like the gangster black, uh gangster boo, the the skinny pimp, player fly, A ball MJG, like that's all I listen to, you know. So it's definitely was the inspiration, it definitely was an inspiration. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think also about Swavars. Swavars sound like a, those persons like Stace T, who put us at the telepiece of mine, you know? What? It's a deep blue sound. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Memphis and, uh, is full of, full of historical sound. I mean, it's just... Uh, you Now, you came to Memphis in 95, did you not, Sin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What was it like? Tell Black Vaccine everybody. What was it like for for a dude from France to come to Mem to come to the M Town <laughs> in 1995? Exactly. When it was really real, Memphis. I was. <laughs> it was crazy as well. I, I, I could see clubs like uh, like uh, Club Lune and uh, Club Expo. It was very wild. I, I think it was the first white, but. Because I was French, I could I could go down. <laughs> well, back to These are some of the spots, yeah. um, you know, where, where where you know people like Crunchy Black was gangster walking, you know, uh, right. setting trends and, and just starting things. Who uh, now? You mentioned Gangster Black, uh, uh, Player Fly, yeah. and, and people like mm -hmm. that. Um, you know what I'm saying? Uh, did you ever have a chance to work with any of those guys? If not, would you, and who would you want to work with? 
No, I, 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 uh, I never had a chance to work with none of them. Uh, I've met Player Fly, Joe Gotti. Uh, those are probably like the main people out of been around in the same room. Uh, but I definitely love to work with man. Player Fly, of course. Three uh, Six, of course. Uh, a Ball and MJG. I gotta say Gotti, but like for me, like I, I really love to work with. You know what I'm saying? Uh, some of the older artists, you know, like the new, the newest sound I'm, I'm rocking with, you know, it's cool. But for me, it's like the most, the real Memphis to me is the older artists, you know. So I definitely, if hopefully we can get that into play, man. Three six miles from your player, fly somebody like that or country black, man, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. You know, uh, maybe you knew about uh, not bite on OTS Records back in the day. Reginald Boylan and OTS yeah. Records yes, back in the day yeah. um, put out the yeah. first uh, 8-Ball MJG album. MJG. Uh, worked with Gang yes, of Pat. Oh, okay. Okay, y'all put me on some knowledge. Well, uh, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you straight up, man. Uh, Gangster Pad is a hell of a guitar player. He... Um, yeah. He put Memphis on the map. He was the first uh, rapper from Memphis to go and get a deal. He got a deal with Atlantic in, uh, I think, 91. Yeah. And uh, he's yeah. a musician. His dad uh, his dad played for, for Stax Records. Um, mm. So uh, that's somebody that you definitely uh, should want to work with, too. Because um, I could see you guys, you know, collaborating for sure. Um <clears throat> You got the project out right now, O three Little Wayne. Uh if people wanna check out your music and they wanna um work with you, uh, uh maybe how could they reach you, brother? Uh most definitely, most definitely. Uh first first and foremost you definitely can reach me on uh the social sites at the Black Vaccine. It's spelled straight out like a sound with a T H E the Black Vaccine. That's on Twitter, uh Instagram, TikTok, uh the whole nine. And if uh want to reach out through email, you can reach me at uh, music at weneedablackvaccine.com. I'm definitely down to work. I'm definitely down to do features. You know, uh, I'm, I'm going to be honest. Like, when people reach out, if, if I ain't feeling it, I ain't feeling it. It ain't just about the money with me. It's about making good music. You know, if we can make some good music, let's do it. You know what I'm saying? If I ain't feeling it, it's like, you know, I ain't, I ain't feeling it. You know, because I... I don't just do it just to do it. I do it to, you know, to really create it and for the for the outcome. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, true yes, musician, man. True musician. To Pre- do, again, I commend it. you to do what you did in 10 months and to be able to play like Appreciate that. Um, that's, that's a hell of a thing right there. Now, uh, before we do get out of here, uh, we got another song. This one's Quarantine. I'm going to let you... Um, introduce it but also uh i want to give you the floor brother you know you you got the social media out there but if you got any shout outs or anything you want to say man it's all yours okay for sure for sure my big shout out to really just anybody out here being true to themselves you know what i'm saying shout out to all the real artists all the real musicians who think the game changed and you'll never get a chance again because they turned the country to a hustle just know our time coming you know what I'm saying? I'm finna open the doors. I'm finna keep the doors down for the real talent. So everybody who out here who really got a talent, who's been doing this shit for 10 to 15 years, and you still ain't got your first single on the radio, or you still ain't got your first 10,000 views or 10,000 plays, man, stick with it. 
You know what I'm saying? This is what it's about, being true to ourselves and really just just showing what we got and challenging yourself every day, man. With that being said, this right here is quarantine scene, and this was really going on. I've been inside for a minute, but now it's masked off. You know what I'm saying? So other words, what I'm trying to say, I took I took my time off, but now it's masked off, and I'm going to kill the game for sure. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Quarantine theme by the Black Vaccine. Thanks again, brother. And like I said, uh, make sure to support him and everything he does. As soon as we put that ad up tonight, man, they hit us with that cdc.gov. You know what I'm saying? They're on top of the game. This is the Black Vaccine you know theme, quarantine theme, Murder Master Music Show. the phone, y'all. They told me they didn't need a black vaccine. I said, come through. We got the best shots in town, yeah. We need, we Smoking Indo weed, memories of me playing whole like Nintendo League. Play me wrong, we gon' paint your red artillery. We don't fuck with rat, this ain't no hickory, dickory. Quarantine schemes, I just love feelings. Cause all I spit is dope like I'm teasing. Young niggas scamming triple P and lay them down, triple P to give them hell, check the temperature beneath me. Don't tell me about what be a minute. We fucking she'll be a minute. Let that thing not heal, niggas. No ID, we real niggas. Prodigy with prophecy, but sometimes got a ill mental. Probably you shouldn't judge a rapper by his instrumentals. Yeah, I've been inside for a minute. Quarantine thing, blowing trees, getting fitted. Now I mask off, see my face when I kill him. Walking contradiction, I'ma stay in the I said I've been inside for a minute. Quarantine thing, blowing trees, getting fitted. Now I mask off, see my face when I kill him. Walking contradiction, I'ma Thank you. 